It's finally finished, but we're still stuck in supernatural purgatory. This podcast is a rewatch of all 15 seasons and hopefully our way to finally escape this show. Join us once a week for a fun, informal discussion on each episode and leave comments on any specific upcoming plot points you'd like us to discuss. Awesome. So, happy 2021. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's right. Oh my gosh. Seems so weird. I didn't. It was like 11.30 and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I was just like, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) I was ready ready to call it end of a year. Uh, You know? Yeah. An early night is the best gift you can give yourself for New Year's. (laughs) I mean, literally, it was a complete cop out. I had 30 minutes to wait and I was just like, nah. Now I'm out. 2020 is done. Fine. Mm Okay. Exactly. So uh this this week we are uh we went back and watched Bloody Mary. Yes. Spooky Ooky. Ooky spooky. <laughs> so I uh, I looked up some facts and figures, so eight point four out of ten, which has been the highest rated episode since the pilot that we've watched so far on IMDB. Director was Peter Ellis. I don't think we've seen anything by him yet. Um, the writers were th- three writing credits on this one. So Eric Kripke, uh, Ron Milbauer, and Terry Hughes Burton. So yeah, again, like new new people this time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pretty positive reviews for this one. I, I I remember this being a good episode, so I wasn't surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it um, it definitely had its moments for sure. Yeah. Though, I don't know, the episode seemed quite short to me when I was watching it. Everything seemed to happen really quickly, I think. I thought the exact same thing. Oh my gosh. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was going to, uh, that's what I forgot to see. I was going to go back and see some details, like, I'll get to into it when we start talking about the episode, but mm-hmm. there was a, some things I was just like, wait a minute, what? Why is this happening? And I thought there would be some some reason for it but I guess there there really wasn't so I guess we can get into it and sort of see why we thought it was like it wasn't a rushed episode it was just like a quick episode (laughs) yeah like it was like bang 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 get all the points okay yeah so we start in Toledo Ohio um and it's very classic horror movie there are I think there were three girls yeah it was three girls mm-hmm. um playing truth or dare in the dark with a load of candles yeah. <laughs> it was it had a very much the craft vibe but like yes. very like much much younger probably like 10 years old definitely my mum would not let me have had that many candles um, <laughs> when I was that age <laughs> yeah no I don't I don't think we even had candles in our house at that age we, I, I once had a Halloween party and we left a pumpkin with a candle in on top of the TV and we watched a horror movie and then my mum came down and she's like what are you doing? Because the candle had melted out of the pumpkin's mouth and like all down the television and none of us had noticed Oh no! <laughs> and I wasn't allowed any candles after that. <laughs> That's too funny <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I, I can see your mum like getting super angry at that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I mean, would be any, bad any about it. <laughs> yeah, if it was my good. Um, 
So we're introduced to the Shoemakers. That's the name of the family that this kind of episode starts with. Although I would say not actually the main characters in this episode. Um, right. The main sort of younger girl there is called Lily. And um, her friends have dared her to go say Bloody Mary in the mirror and then report back, I guess. They let her go by yeah. herself. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm not sure how like the... I never, I never played Bloody Mary as a kid, no, yeah. um, just because it was like, why would you do that? <laughs> um, and so, because there's, there's different, there's different versions in different places. I think yeah. I said this last week. Mm-hmm. So they went with um, it being you have to say it three times, but some places it's like seven times. Okay. Sometimes it's like six. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I mean, it makes sense that they only do it three times because I mean, three is the magic number for pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, and also, can you imagine if they, they had to say Bloody Mary seven times every time? is <laughs> is a bit much. So yeah, but she she, she goes to the, in her bathroom. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a bathroom. I think um, so, yeah. That's what it looked like. Bloody Mary. This is so stupid. She's like freaking herself out and she's like, oh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and then she she does it and her friends like bang on the door like yeah. a little... Little jump scare. I mean, it wasn't really that. Like, no, no, I wasn't scared by that. No, because I mean, it was obvious that it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I, I kind of like the little detail of like the first time she says it. There's like a, or was it? No, the last time she says it, there is like a little flicker of the flame of yes. the candle before mm. they start whacking on the door. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah like cool. oh, something's going to happen. Yep. The, her, their dad like comes out like what are you doing because they're making loads yeah. of noise <laughs> that's where it got weird for me because it kind of follows him then uh, mm-hmm. and there's some really cool shots where it looks around like the corners in mirrors through the camera which I thought was pretty cool like yeah. it'll look at what you would initially see in the mirror and then slide over oh I don't like it <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely um, they, they like to kind of um I think we've mentioned this before, like mm-hmm. not make it super obvious what the when the scare is going to come. Yeah. So like you know it's coming because it's Bloody Mary and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. So she's going to be in a mirror, but there's so many mirrors in this house, so it's just like, yeah. oh, is it going to be this mirror or is it going to be this mirror? And it's like, oh, she's in the mirror, but she is she going to attack kind of thing. So it's kind of like it definitely adds suspense, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. There's an anticipation. Yeah. Of like when she's going to strike. Yeah. So. They did the classic bathroom mirror thing that I talked about last time, but nothing <laughs> happened in it. Like he opened it and closed it and then it was fine. And then I think you kind of, the, the clever thing is, is that the girls playing downstairs were kind of the same sort of build as the like shadowy girl that you see in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't really show her like attacking him. Um, no. But you kind Just of like... see her outline. Yeah. And um, he, it's like starts bleeding from his eyes mm-hmm. kind of gruesome yeah. um that's pretty much it like we don't actually see hit there's no like blood splat there's no nothing no, like that so the like older sister comes home oh, whose name right. is donna and then she goes and finds it they, they don't show you like the dad's body it's just like a pool of blood i think on mm-hmm. the floor and then she yeah. does like a classic sort of horror movie <laughs> scream <laughs> yeah like, oh, before it goes into the title card I put here, they did slightly zoom in on her face. Did this count as a dramatic zoom? I put probably not. It wasn't to probably the full not. effect. No, because it was like, it was like pulled out 
yeah on her face it went to the blood and then it was zoomed in on her face it wasn't like the zoom in didn't happen on screen no which means there wasn't one in this episode i don't think no i didn't i didn't notice one either disappointing (laughs) (laughs) they did some other kind of other camera work i guess with yeah you know the uh, angles with the mirrors and stuff so mm-hmm. we'll give them a pass we'll them yeah a pass. <laughs> i think a zoom would have looked out of place well it kind of does every time they do it but you know what i mean <laughs> like in, in this particular episode <laughs> so we get the title card and then um we are in a dream sequence and we know it's a dream sequence because it's i get it's all blue and and weird yeah. and mm-hmm. it's like you see jessica on the ceiling again like burning um, and she's saying, why, Sam? I was like, ooh. ooh. Which is kind of one of the first times that we see something directly from the last episode, right? Because they discussed Jessica in the last episode with the demon like calling Sam out. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of goes into this straight away where they're make, you know, already kind of making that connection. I know the whole thing's been connected with them finding John and stuff. But I feel this is the first time they're making a direct connection between the previous episode and this episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, so Dean's like, oh, what's going on? You know, are you still mm-hmm. having nightmares? Um, he's kind of saying, yeah, but, but not really going into it. Um, yeah. And so uh, and then they discuss the case. So th- this is at the beginning of where I was like, wait a minute. Mm. This is like they didn't even show them how they even discovered the case. It was just like, here's a case. They've got his, um, what was the dad's name? Um, the dad's name was Stephen Shoemaker. Um, yeah. And they, they'd circled it in a paper, I think. Mm-hmm. Which we've seen Dean doing, um, we saw him doing that at the beginning of another episode. So I guess he's going to make that. Dead in the Water. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So I did notice though, so I guess that they have kind of, they know something's weird, obviously. Mm-hmm. And... Dean turns around and puts the journal in the back seat. Okay. So I was wondering, is does he update the journal as they go? It would so make sense. They actually, I don't know if they ever sort of mention that they're doing it, but it would so make sense that they're, they're constantly updating this journal. Why would you keep it as sort of like a, I don't know, holy text that you don't make any changes to? It's a, right. like a working document, surely. That's what I was thinking. So I was... I'd, I was wondering if like was he doing sort of preemptive research or mm. was he writing in it because there's, there's no like i mean i don't know what you do in your car but in my car like if i have a pen or something i'll just like throw it yeah like, <laughs> down <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> my two um <laughs> like where all my coins are i just put the pen there and whatever yeah. i need like the paper that i was writing on i'll put it on the chair so mm-hmm. maybe like, we don't see the action of him like putting a pen away but at the same time that's so like it's not that important mm-hmm. so i guess they wouldn't show that but it's just be interesting to know if he was supposed to be writing or if he was just reading yeah. i mean i guess it's maybe thinking that they're already doing some preemptive research on you know eyes or blood you <laughs> know like relating mm-hmm. those things to it because i didn't actually see what was mentioned in the article um but i, I guess something ooky spooky and maybe that's <laughs> what they were trying to do their initial research on but yeah it yeah. is weird so yeah they they're already there i put the jacket is back 
And it was in this whole episode. I was really happy about it. <laughs> also, the jacket with the red shirt combo is, is a good combination, and I like it very much. Um, <laughs> so, so, I think the, the person who has the most style change is Sam, for sure. Yes, because definitely. Because if you think about it, like, he, he drops his, um, his hoodie eventually. Yeah. I don't even know when he... I, like, I don't remember... Oh, how long does the hoodie last? I don't I know. I feel like a, I feel like a while. Me At too. least until like season three, surely. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking that too. Yeah. Because it, it was it was such a like the episode that will not be named. I was like, oh yeah, that's what he did used to wear. <laughs> so it was, it was just like a little bit of a like I don't know, a little observation that Sam, like Dean's style pretty much stays the same. Yeah. Throughout the whole time, but uh, Sam's changes quite a bit. I think it becomes more like Dean's, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So they they head into the morgue and they kind of walk past an empty doctor's desk and they're there claiming to be medical students, which is a new one, mm-hmm. um, from Ohio State. <laughs> but this guy is having none of it. Like Dean's normal charm, like he's smiling, he's like, you know, being very personable, is not working mm-hmm. on this guy. So he just tags Sam in. <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't working. My my the, the face isn't working. You need to help me out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he just pulls out some money. Yeah. Because <laughs> money always works. And I I love the line that he says. It's like I earn that money, and it's like <laughs> you won it in poker. <laughs> but I mean, to to him, it probably is earning money. Like they don't yeah. have jobs. Like of course. Dude, I earned that money. You won it in a poker game. Yeah. But, exactly um, yeah he's earning money for the hunts like yeah for sure maybe he's trying to spend <laughs> that on cassette tapes or something <laughs> maybe pie pie well, yeah we haven't we haven't seen his obsession with pie yet though no actually. it hasn't come into the um a characterization yet mm-hmm. the eating's not so much um yeah at all the, actually yeah, so far there was a little bit in the first episode i guess with like them at the gas at the petrol station and it's got like all the junk food and Sam's like how can you eat this kind of thing yeah but then in the last episode in in Phantom Traveler like Sam's eating like a load of donuts (laughs) 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 that's true so um they start to inspect the body and Mm -hmm. I don't this is kind of an interesting point for me um which was like Sam looks really uncomfortable Mm. looking at this body um but Dean doesn't he seems like pretty okay with it so I'm guessing like I'm trying to think back we haven't seen them actually inspect a body yet I mm, don't think so so this is obviously the and who knows if um, when Sam was hunting whether mm-hmm. he ever had to actually do this part or whether it was yeah. uh, John and Dean who would always do this and like he would just be the researcher because likely um, he was too young to kind of taken to a mm-hmm. morgue and stuff yeah, yeah. exactly um, so I'm like I feel like this episode was kind of the beginning of like a little bit of Sam's perspective on things just because yeah. of some of the other stuff that comes up I, I definitely felt this episode like we had a really Dean centric episode um, in Dead in the Water I feel this was very much a Sam centric episode mm-hmm. I don't think Dean really does much other than sort of facilitate the story in this episode at all um, yeah, I think you're right. It's very important for Sam. <laughs> so so that they inspect the body and like mm-hmm. 
they're just sort of asking questions about how they think it happened and like how unusual it is for it to not be like they're calling it a stroke but the the medical assistant that's there is just like yeah. I've never seen a stroke do something like this yeah because there's those of like blood in the skull like something mm-hmm. pop <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and yeah I think Dean asks uh, what would cause eyes to explode <laughs> like, yeah. oh. gross okay yeah <laughs> So um, that was what I was saying with, like, Sam doesn't really have too many questions at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think he is so distracted by the, you know, dead body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's very perfunctory. Like, he's like, oh, you know, was there signs of a struggle? He's kind of playing the sort of investigator part, whereas, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Dean's a bit more morbidly interested in it, I guess. <laughs> because he's trying to figure out what what's done it, I, you know. So they also ask to see the police report and they bribe the guy again. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly very ethical. Um, yes. <laughs> and some, definitely some questionable authoritative uh, figures in this episode. Yes, definitely. <laughs> For sure. And then we don't see the police report, but they're like walking out of the morgue and um, they're kind of having this conversation. And I think Sam says like, could this be like a freak medical thing? Like, mm-hmm. and Dean's pretty much like, when is it ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, all the stuff we've seen, when is it ever? Just that. Which yeah. is a good point. So I'm I'm wondering why he asked if it was just a medical thing. Like, is mm. he, like, ready to... Obviously, he's being plagued by um, nightmares. So is he like, all right, can this not be a case? And can we move on kind of thing? Yeah. I do feel like Sam's always wanting to move on in these cases. He's mm-hmm. like, let's get it done. If it needs doing, just let's let's just get it done. Like, no distractions, and then we can move on. Go find John. Very focused. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whereas Dean kind of meanders through a case a bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah. Uh, so they go and talk to um, the daughter of um, the guy whose eyes exploded. Um, yeah. That's their plan to go talk to Donna, and they turn up at the wake <laughs> for the guy who's just died, which is timing even Dean yeah. comments that they're underdressed for this <laughs> like, <laughs> like so I'm I'm wondering if like how much of that article did they read because they obviously knew that there was going to be a week mm-hmm. because they went there so why wouldn't you like actually dress for it no I don't see I don't think they did know that they would turn up to a week I like they're like let's go talk to this guy's daughter turn up like oh yeah let's just go with it maybe yeah that's how I read that because it's an easy way to just walk in I guess um which yeah I I think it makes sense and it's a good introduction to the other characters that we see in this episode Mm -hmm. because they go and find um the um, Donna Shoemaker and they actually introduce themselves here as Sam and Dean yeah um, and they said that they worked with her dad and, um, it's very vague. <laughs> very vague. And she's with two friends who are quite suspicious of them, I, I think. I think Donna mm-hmm. is as well. Um, but they're all quite sort of suspicious. I guess they're sort of high school age. Yeah, so I think they're like probably um, probably either seniors, probably more likely seniors, um, just because that we see one of them driving later on. Um, oh, okay. But you could be also be a, a junior, which is like mm-hmm. seven. They could either be seventeen, uh, yeah, seventeen, eighteen. So I'm gonna say yeah. probably seniors. So the last year of high school. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't understand the American school system. It, it confuses me <laughs> to no end. <laughs> I blame yeah, shows that um, cast like 20 odd year olds to be like high school students. I'm like, how old are you supposed to be? I don't know. What year are you in? <laughs> I mean, like for me, Donna doesn't really pass as an 18 year old. Not really. Mm. I think it's the haircut. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, I, think I don't know. <laughs> She's, yeah, it's she very, older than it's, that. Yeah, it's very uh, soccer mum. It's <laughs> <laughs> casually shading some people there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so um, they're talking to Donna about her dad, like asking sort of very vague questions like, oh, what do you think could have caused it? Was there a history of medical issues? And um, her younger sister, Lily's like, no, it's all my fault. I said bloody Mary in the mirror and now he's dead, which I thought was like a bit wild. But uh, I mean, I guess it's fairly recent and she's feeling pretty bad about it. Yeah. I mean, so again, they went back to being really bad at interrogating people in this episode. It was just <laughs> yeah. like, ooh. I think and at like, the morgue it was quite good. And then when they actually talked to their family members, it was, they're vaguing around a subject, you know? <laughs> yeah. And Sam trying to connect with the kid was just, it didn't work in mm-hmm. this. It felt really, really forced. And I was just trying to think back to, so when, so she she's a younger sibling. So I was yeah. wondering if they were trying to do the same thing how they did with, um, in Wendigo, like when Dean really connected with the older sibling. Yeah. And like that whole kind of, like th- there was a lot of correlation forming with mm-hmm. the, the, the the two of them but like it didn't quite work I, yeah I saw it a different way as like Dean had that connection to the kid in Dead in the Water and now they thought it was like Sam's turn to have a connect like try and yeah. be the softer because he does this a few times in this episode actually where he's the more sympathetic one mm-hmm. um, but then I think this is just going back to it saying like a very Sam centric episode I didn't yeah. mind I didn't mind it I was like yeah He's, yeah, he's trying to get information from this kid who's clearly quite upset. Um, yeah, like showing the softer side, doing his like Sam puppy dog eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, that's very true. Yeah. So they go and like look around the house. Um, there's quite a cool shot here of them in the mirrors like as they go through kind of similar to it is it's a similar shot to the dad at the beginning like mm-hmm. how they how they shot that and they go to look in the bathroom which i don't know if it wasn't supposed to be like very clean <laughs> like <laughs> i thought I, there were, were there still traces of like blood on the floor or does it yeah. just look like that like, i think it was i think it, they just didn't clean it very well which i thought was, i mean they yeah yeah because it's, it's not a crime scene or anything so i would imagine they're allowed to like just clean it up but at the same time it's kind of traumatic so yeah i mean i guess it's just the like the girls there by themselves right and they must have family members around because yeah you find out later that, that that's their only parent mm-hmm. um so uh, they were asking if um like john had ever found any evidence of this kind of stuff in the in the in the journal and mm-hmm seems like no not really because like bloody mary is such a like widespread thing and like you were saying and they kind of mirror this in the show that there's all these different um there's all this different law about right 
Bloody Mary, like it changes depending on what region you're in and what version you've heard. So it's kind of very vague and they don't know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all they know is that you have to have a violent death in front of a mirror. Yes. And th- it's really interesting here because they suddenly become very careful about saying Bloody Mary in front of the mirrors. Did you notice yes. that? But according to the legend, the person who says person who says you know what gets it but here shoemaker gets it instead yeah right never heard anything like that before still the guy did die right in front of the mirror and the daughter's right and the way the legend goes you know who scratches your eyes out <laughs> yeah <laughs> that <laughs> that actually made me laugh out like yeah. chuckle because <laughs> the way <laughs> dean's obviously messing with him because he like pushes the mirror towards him it's one of those yeah. um, <laughs> medical uh, not uh, medicine cabinet yeah mirrors so it's before he says the name he like closes it so his face isn't in the mirror i thought that was really funny yeah i wonder if it actually i guess it does matter but i thought it was like yeah i quite liked that it's yeah still messing with each other like even though it's quite serious <laughs> <laughs> so then, it's like it's almost like he's like superstitious yeah i guess you would be really superstitious right if you were a hunter you would but you wouldn't be i guess because like yeah. you know how to combat it i guess i don't know I guess, it, was... I, it just surprised me sometimes that they're not just like dripping in like charms and hex <laughs> bags and all this kind of stuff that you know it, yeah <laughs> um, well i, I guess, guess late, later on i guess they, they start to get a bit more protected savvy. i guess yeah yes, savvy's a good one <laughs> So they get caught by Donna's friend who had been, who had seen them in the garden, and she's like, "What are you doing?" Um, <laughs> which is fair, like snooping around someone's house. Um, and they they start to suggest to her here that like something's going on. They've already kind of been doing it a bit in the garden, but they're like, "Oh, we don't think that it was a normal stroke." Like they're kind of like, "There's something weird going on," <laughs> you know, with that kind of saying. <laughs> yeah. She asks if there. Are, cops and they say something like that they're like well we're something like that okay (laughs) and sam leaves her his number is like you know call me if there's anything weird comes up which is again very going back to x files like they do that all the time they leave their cards like if you hear anything weird or anything strange happens call us at this number Um, (laughs) (laughs) they manage to leave that house without causing too much of a problem but like Dean's trying to pin down what Bloody Mary is still. He's saying, like, it could be a witch, could be a ghost. So that's the first time witches are mentioned, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam wants to do some more research. And I guess they've gone to a library. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's going to be super annoying. And Sam's like, nah, it'll be fine. The research will be easy. But then the computers are all out of use. <laughs> Where's his laptop gone? <laughs> <laughs> Well, so they, they want to look at local records. Ah, uh, yeah, fair. And look at, like, local, um, like, newspapers and stuff mm. like that. So, um, but so I was, when those computers came up, I kind of laughed at it. But then I was like, <laughs> hang on a second. The, the computers in libraries probably are still the same. Yeah, like, they are. <clears throat> go support your local libraries, people, when you can. <laughs> like, <laughs> not obviously, not now, but when it's safe, go back and go to your library and help them out because like they're actually like a really valuable resource yeah um, go get a membership yeah um, yeah you can you can get like i got a whole bunch of audiobooks and like mm-hmm. stuff so you know 
yeah so we, we see the um the friend um who we don't know her name at this point right she didn't actually say who she was i think here in this, this conversation they say it so her name is charlie yeah and the girl she's talking to on the phone is called jill mm-hmm and so they're having a conversation and he was saying she was telling them about the two guys and it's very it's very much the classic 80s horror movie setup again mm-hmm. um you know, oh you yeah the, so is <laughs> the the blonde hot girl um and she's like oh you're being so silly they were just they were super hot like we should have whatever like being flirtatious and stuff and then she uh charlie tells jill that it could be bloody mary because the lily had said that's what caused like that lily was convinced it was her fault mm-hmm. um, and so as a joke jill goes into her bathroom and starts saying bloody mary and she's charlie's on the phone um like don't do it why are you doing this you're so silly yeah like stop it bloody mary bloody mary bloody and uh, there's a pause, and then there's a another '80s movie B B girl movie B movie scream, um, yeah. And she starts laughing because it's not. Yeah, it's not so true. she hears it down the phone like ah, it's like <laughs> oh hi, it's just messing with you. <laughs> so when she hangs up, it 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 cuts back to Jill in her bedroom like oh, I'm so funny, and then, <laughs> and then she's sort of like doing her makeup and looking in the mirror and and we kind of see it i think it's in her maybe her like compact mirror or something that's on her dresser like a, mm-hmm. a weird like a shape the, the song playing here um which is not in the netflix version is sugar we're going down by fallout boy <laughs> which i thought was a really good choice um i didn't realize that song was so old anyway yeah. i know it's, it's, it's um and then she goes into the bathroom and she kind of looks down into the sink. I guess it's like, I know it's maybe spit toothpaste or something, but her reflection stays right there. Yeah, I, I loved this sequence. Like this whole, like, yeah, all of it just made me really happy. Creeped me the hell out, but it was really, yeah. like, made me really happy. And so the, her reflection is not doing what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the reflection starts talking to her and saying, you killed him. Yeah. I know you did. And just being like, and her, the reflection's eyes start to bleed. Yeah. And then Jill's eyes start to bleed, which I thought mm-hmm. was like a really, really nice touch. Yeah. Super creepy. Um, I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Ooh, I always hate that when you're in the bathroom and you're like brushing your teeth and you go to spit in the mirror and you just like think before you look up, like, what if there's something creepy? <laughs> What does it mirror? I I mean, after watching this episode, definitely I'm gonna be thinking about that. But like, usually, <laughs> usually I'm okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, it, you know, it, it, we don't see her like die, but it's implied that she did because her eyes were bleeding yeah. and and stuff. Um, and like she's holding onto her chest and can't breathe. Yeah, exactly. And then it kind of cuts very suddenly I think it's like a sudden sort of black cut to Mm -hmm. Sam dreaming about Jessica again but it's like in reverse this time which I thought was kind of cool Mm -hmm. I think so I think that 
sort of jump cut kind of thing was because it's probably a commercial break at that point yeah i think so yeah so it wouldn't have been such a jarring like switch but yeah anyway and that's that's the first time i really heard jessica like on the ceiling saying why sam like in the the first one it was kind of like kind of a little gargled i guess Mm -hmm. and then this one i heard it clearly i was like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so this time they're in a motel room where when he wakes up and dean's been i don't know like researching but kind of watching over sam Mm because sam's like why did you let me fall asleep i think dean said like because i'm an awesome brother (laughs) it's yeah it's I think Dean's worried about him here. Like you can see that he's quite worried about his nightmares and the mm. fact that he's probably not sleeping very well. And it's like asked him what he's been dreaming about. I think Sam says like lollipops and candy canes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Why'd you let me fall asleep? Because I'm an awesome brother. So what'd you dream about? Lollipops and candy canes. Yeah, sure. Super helpful yeah super super helpful again i was like at this point i was like hey this is again going back to earlier what we're saying the second death comes at like 15 minutes into the episode okay like this this is like super super fast Mm -hmm. as we're saying and like the research failing like this is kind of like their like formula i guess is forming like Mm -hmm. the first person dies they go do the do their research they go inspect the body find information they they like formally research what they think the creature is going to be then another person dies yeah but it's usually like it's usually way later like last episode i feel like when the pilot died Mm -hmm. we were at least 25 to 30 minutes in yeah so it's just this felt more like a procedural cop show, like something like Criminal Minds or whatever, where you get the first victim, mm-hmm. they do a bit of research and, and kind of draw some conclusions, and then the second victim comes and they can draw other conclusions from that, maybe like rule out some things. But that usually happens fairly quickly. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, this felt very, I don't know, that kind of style of show to me. Yeah. Like very, yeah, quite, fairly bang, bang, bang quick. Yeah. So they discussed some of the research that Dean's been doing. He said he hasn't really found anything. And one of the things he mentions is that he found a giant mirror who fell on a guy called Dave, which I thought was quite <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, but he's been also looking for like strange deaths, hasn't found anything. So I think this is kind of one of the first times they haven't really found any kind of connection, any kind of thing that's going on, but already mm-hmm. sort of two people have died. So they must be kind of getting a bit frustrated at this point yeah and so they're, they're trying to find someone who died a violent death in front of a mirror who's also named mary it has to be yeah. someone who's named mary like really specific um, yeah so that's that's where the the name dave came from because like there was there was all these other names or three other names but mary yeah exactly so luckily charlie then rings them um and tells them that jill is dead and that she had said bloody mary to her on the phone before um she died so they kind of go see her straight away and Mm -hmm. they say to her that like oh well we think this is something that can't be explained and that they need her help like specifically to to sort of solve this which is interesting Mm -hmm. i think that they ask for her help yeah so this is like again like things i'm noticing going back 
um, I didn't realize how often they revealed that there were monsters in the world. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Like I, like I said, I didn't didn't really remember that happening so often. Like, we're only, what, five episodes in? And, like, mm-hmm. I feel like four of the five, they've <laughs> told the person, or told the people who are involved, like, before they were confronted with the monster. Yeah. That there are monsters. And, like, with... Like, what impact must this have on people's lives? Because we kind of see later, right, way in the future, say, like, Jodie, for example, what happens to her life after she finds all this supernatural stuff exists? Mm-hmm. Like, so are they just leaving a string of people behind them that are now, you know, know all about sort of supernatural things? Uh, what what happened to them? It would be really interesting to know some of them, I guess. Yeah, I, I think they do explore some of these things like, like in later episodes about maybe what happened to some of the people that mm-hmm. they sort of interacted with but yeah I think it, you're right they, they're kind of quite ready to tell people <laughs> actually yeah so Donna helps them sneak into Jill's house through a window which I thought was very 90s it made me think of um, Sabrina with like Harvey going through a window I don't know why <laughs> it made me think of that but that's what it made me think of <laughs> and they have their like mon- like monster hunting equipment which is mm-hmm. different stuff to what we've seen in the last few episodes so this time their um, equipment of choice is a night vision camera yeah the- <laughs> so um, I don't know if you've ever seen the show like I think it's called Ghost Hunters yeah I've definitely seen something. Ghost Hunters <laughs> yeah like- I-, I think that's what it's called yeah <laughs> is one of those silly shows um like this definitely had that kind of vibe to it i thought it was kind of funny and then like so um sam's messing with the camera and asked dean like to show him where the night vision setting is and then he's (laughs) he points it at dean and says (laughs) a paris hilton reference and i was just like yeah do i look like paris hilton who who going back watching it like say say you'd never watched it before yeah and you are you know 20 years old now yeah you would not know what that meant and i thought it was really funny i want to ask someone under 25 if they understood that reference with dean like do i look like paris hilton (laughs) (laughs) if i was thinking who who would they reference like now and maybe it would be kim kardashian but like yeah even that's kind of old now and there hasn't really been I mean, nobody uses night vision cameras anymore because, like, phones, yeah, cameras in the dark are mm-hmm. pretty good. And I think in general that, like, whole celebrity sex tape, sex tape thing is, like, only fans. Yeah, and people don't make a big deal out of it anymore, you know? I think if people's, yeah. like, tapes get released, they're like, well, this is a massive invasion of their privacy rather yeah, than, like, it help. being a big scandal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but, true. Like, I mean, it could be like they said. That's obvious. That's obviously a reference to yeah, Paris Hilton. But there were other suggestions on the the internet that was like, oh, it could also be called a meta reference because Jared was in House of Wax with Paris Hilton, oh. which came out just before <laughs> Supernatural started. I've watched that movie. It's a really scary movie. It is. I, I yeah. haven't seen it. It's, oh, it's horrible. But. I know, I know the premise, but I've never actually seen it. Yeah, 
I watch it if you want to watch a scary movie. Like <laughs> <laughs> you will go back and watch it now and be like terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he looks like Sam Winchester in that movie, and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So they check out all the mirrors um, with their camera, wondering how she's choosing her victims because it, like the first one, the daughter had said like bloody mary in the mirror but then the dad had died which is a bit weird the second one like joe had said it into the mirror and then she had died so that was different again um and then sam finds some like what looks like goo i just put finds goo with camera <laughs> <laughs> i was like I, it, could it be ectoplasm <laughs> yeah that's what i thought as well i thought it was going to be ectoplasm um but i couldn't remember how this went <laughs> more than likely though it was probably blood yeah that's probably that's that's right actually they don't actually explain what it is but they go to get a black light that would show up under a black light i think i don't know if you need to spray it with something to get it to show up under a black light i can't but um they find something and it says a name gary bryman sam immediately then does some like research on so i think they like they sort of leave the the room and go do this research and they find Mm. out that Gary Bryman is an eight-year-old who was killed in a hit and run and they never found out who did it but they know the make of the car and everything mm-hmm. Charlie identifies that as Jill's car so it's you know she did she did this hit and run it matches with what the ghost was saying to her that mm-hmm. you know she did something that she killed him so yeah so then they go back to the shoemaker's house and they are looking for another name to see if this is the link that they've been looking for. And they find another name in the bathroom, Linda Shoemaker. So they ask Donna about Linda, who is her mum, and find out that she overdosed. And it's sort of implied that um, her dad killed her mum or yeah, something it's kind happened. Of horrible. Yeah. I mean, maybe not because what we find out later um, about this kind of secrets that they're, you know, it could have been just on the periphery of that it's very dark mm. though yeah these like yeah. secrets that people are keeping and then they're you know getting killed for them mm-hmm. so from all of this charlie decides that she definitely wants to help them like stop this thing that's right mm-hmm. they end up back in the their motel mm-hmm. and dean has decided to just do like a whole whole search of of the fbi and all these other databases mm-hmm. um just to find any bizarre deaths um and they they in with a mary in front of a mirror and they actually find a mary who's actually in another town in fort wayne was it texas i think it was texas or tennessee fort wayne indiana um, indiana well i was indiana. wrong yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> no you're good <laughs> there's so many forts and forts oh my gosh and, yeah um, <laughs> so they're like all right let's go let's go down to yeah. fort wayne see what's going on and they're kind of discussing here as well like the secrets that so mm-hmm. they're kind of talking about well maybe it's the secrets that are linking these victims together um and mary's kind of punishing people who have a they were they're, they're saying secrets that maybe led someone to die so i guess it had yeah, like a, a secret link to death in some way uh, mm. I think this is interesting because like it comes up a little bit later but like 
they're already starting to make that that connection. So yeah, they go yeah. to to uh, Fort Wayne, and they talk to an unnamed policeman. <laughs> yeah. Um, about uh, Mary, mm-hmm. um, who they found in this uh, database, I guess. Yeah, and um, so they they claim to be reporters, and this is the first time that their like cover actually works because they've done yeah. so much research already that like it's because the, the police officer asks why what do you know like he, the, mm-hmm. they ask what what can you tell us about this case and it's like well are, didn't you say you're reporters and sam basically lists off everything that they yeah. they know so far um and he's like oh okay you're all right mm-hmm. and so this this is where i was saying this is another like author like a person in authority who's not the best because he says he still has the case file when he's not supposed to yeah and he's just like he just shows these reporters and i'm pretty sure all of that <laughs> is illegal <laughs> i guess yeah i think so i mean this happens so much in tv like i don't even know if it's like properly illegal like do you know what i mean because yeah. how would like some of these reporters ever find out these stories if there weren't random people who kept hold of case files and things <laughs> like oh my goodness like this this whole like conversation that they have about like how like this this whole sequence to me felt very like true crime rather yeah, than definitely. supernatural. Yes. I was just like, this is this is weird. Like it was just um It was very like yeah. exposition, like, oh this is yeah. fine. Yeah. So yeah. we found out that Mary was um, murdered and someone cut her eyes, which links to the eyes why did you know they ask him why does he did he think that it happened like what happened who killed her because it was unsolved mm-hmm. um and he says like well she was trying to spell out a name um but it, in the mirror you know, yeah in the, the mirror floor, but it got it? stopped um and he thinks it was this surgeon that she had been having an affair with it's called which Trevor. is where the, yeah yeah and the reason why she was killed is because she was going to reveal to his wife that mm-hmm. she was his mistress it's, it's kind of interesting that like they in the in the beginning they're not that interested in like human monsters so mm-hmm. like they don't really care that this, this woman was murdered like they're not interested in actually finding because they using their skills they could probably find out who they actually probably killed her solve that <laughs> i mean it does say i think because i think they do ask what happened to trevor and i think the guy the cop says that like oh he's he's dead all oh, right yeah um, that's true so i wonder if maybe like bloody mary got to him maybe that's implied but it doesn't actually say that yeah um but they do find out that mary was cremated not buried so they can't go get rid of her ghost that way i mean they never say that she's a ghost but i think it's pretty much obvious maybe yeah i mean so it's a little bit it's a little bit later or have they already had the conversation where they're saying that spirits can be trapped in mirrors yeah so they have this straight after because dean's Mm -hmm. asking like well where's the mirror then you know this mirror that was in this crime scene Um, and it's when they're driving back with that they're kind of saying oh you know some people believe that spirits can get trapped in mirrors um like that it shows a reflection of your soul that's why it's unlucky to break mirrors mm-hmm. all this kind um, of stuff but before they actually get to that conversation the um donna confronts charlie in the bathroom in mm-hmm. their school bathroom and it's like 
why are you helping these people? They were su- super suspicious. Yeah. Um, why are you going all crazy? Like, you're acting like my little sister. Um, look, I'll prove it to you. There's nothing there's nothing you have to worry about. And so mm-hmm. Donna says Bloody Mary three times in the mirror. Yeah, just this, to so be this is where I was going... vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is where I was going back to, like, in the beginning, saying that, like, can you imagine if they have to say it seven times yeah. this is like the th- well the third time they've had to say bloody mary and like they it would have been too much so was, i'm glad they went with three I've, i was kind of hoping in this episode because she says it like quite vindictively but like at the beginning of the conversation they have it she just says it and they're in front of a mirror and i was like oh maybe mm-hmm. she's gonna accidentally say it three times while they're in this bathroom without kind of meaning to and i thought mm-hmm. that would have been kind of cool but um as soon as she says it like charlie looks really worried i think she's also made the connection between like secrets and bloody mary which mm-hmm. is maybe why she looks so concerned um, yeah because before um before they the dean found um this mary in fort wayne mm-hmm. he tells tells her tells charlie not to say it because we don't want any more more deaths and yeah. her like she has a very fast response like oh no i would never do it so i yeah. think that that tipped me off as well that mm. the, like she didn't want to do it um that was really good the girl who played charlie in this episode was really good i thought actually yeah no she like, was yeah, yeah. She was really good. um so they're in they're in chemistry class like in a science lab and um charlie's like worried she's constantly checking her mirror she has like a little compact mm-hmm. she's kind of like looking in it and then she does start to see Bloody Mary, so she freaks out. Like she sees it in the mirror of the classroom, like like a big window in the classroom, and smashes mm-hmm. it with a stool. Like my, the, my, the best bit is when the teacher tries to stop her, and she sees Bloody Mary like reflected in his glasses. Oh, that's super yeah. creepy. <laughs> that was that was good. Um, so and also, um, so now it goes back to them in the car and they're driving. Yeah. They because Charlie's called Sam to say mm-hmm. that uh, Bloody Mary's after her. And on their way back to Toledo, um, they find out that the mirror's been sold yeah. to an antique shop mm-hmm. in Toledo. So that's, and they're, they're trying, they're making the connection that the like she is in the mirror yeah. and they have to destroy the mirror somehow. It makes me wonder what the radius is like if you have the mirror in your town at what radius does bloody mary, can bloody mary get to you like well so i feel like it's implied that they go to a lot of small towns like there's there hasn't been yeah. like los angeles california like yeah exactly manhattan or anything like that so they're going to all these small small places so that they're they're big ish towns but they're mm-hmm. not like i've been to a few of these places and like you can get to one end to the other like within like a two minute drive like it's really not they're not two minutes (laughs) i just wondered like maybe they could have plotted it on a map you could have seen like oh right yeah the antique shops in the middle i guess i hadn't been enough death to really plot them like that but (laughs) but uh, dean's saying that he wants to smash the mirror and sam's like yeah that could work like thinking face (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's obviously got another plan brewing but doesn't want to say yeah (laughs) <laughs> so they 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 don't they don't show how they get a hold of Charlie, but Charlie's like cur- uh, curled up on um, on the bed in their mm-hmm. motel room, 
and this is another like puppy dog eyed Sam moment like <laughs> it, it something about it really stood out to me that I even wrote like Sam is so wide eyed at this point like he really made his eyes look big he's and like, he's <laughs> sincere like he's looking like yeah like sincere like yeah I really I, I, I don't know there's a thing that people do um, um, where they look at people's faces and they track across their faces do you know what I mean? Where you see their eyes track across there. Yeah, he was doing that yeah. like that a lot. I yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. But um, yeah, he's being very sincere. Like, oh, you know, um, kind of asked. I think he's saying like, oh, you know, it's not going to get you. We're you know, we're going to protect. We're going to cover all the mirrors. Don't look any reflective surfaces. And Charlie's worried because he's like, well, I can't live my whole life like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was when I need to pick up a glass, a shiny glass, or look at a spoon. Like, you know, I could, I could die. <laughs> Um, and then Dean brings up and asks her what her secret is, mm-hmm. which again, it's like really these secrets in this episode are really dark. Like it's yeah, yeah. So and like, so her her secret is that she was in a relationship with somebody or a boyfriend, and they're very, I guess it kind of implied that they're on and off, on and off again. Yeah, kind of, kind of situation to- toxic. Like very she's like scared of him. Hmm. And one night he said, she said, she decided that she was going to leave him. Mm-hmm. And he says, if you leave me, I will kill myself. So anybody who's in this situation, definitely get out of that situation mm-hmm. and know that it's not your fault for whatever happens afterwards. Yeah. Because that's huge emotional manipulation. And that's very, like, like we were saying, very, very toxic. Mm. Um and so just you know take care of yourself that there's no need for for you to have to take on someone else's emotional burden in that way um just know that if anything does happen it's not your fault yeah but you, you need to leave that relationship really good point like that people someone should never say that to you that's not healthy in any way at all um, and they do like reiterate that in this episode, like, which I really appreciate. That they say multiple times, like, "Well, that definitely wasn't her fault." Yeah, I was just, I was a little disappointed. Like they have this like really intense conversation, and then mm-hmm. it goes to them like being outside somewhere, and yeah. I was like, "Wait, why didn't they reassure her? Like what? Yeah. Like De- Dean then does say it, like it's not her fault." Yeah. but she, they don't say it to her at that moment and I was just like oh it's kind of like, I was a little bit disappointed yeah, um, but they crappy. do say it later on yeah yeah um, so so I, I think yeah um, so, so Dean says it's not not her fault I think Sam says well, spirits don't see shades of grey which is okay mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a shade of grey actually but okay um, <laughs> so but, and then Sam comes up with his plan. So he says, like, it's not enough to smash the mirrors. Like, we need to summon her into her mirror. Um, and that's, that Sam's going to do it. He's going to be the bait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because he has a secret. He has a secret. Right. This interaction is... It annoyed me. and I, <laughs> But not because it was bad. So, basically when he's saying like oh I'm gonna do it Dean pulls off the road like he's had enough of this angst you know mm-hmm. um, and he's saying Sam's saying well this is about you know Jessica Dean's saying that he's got to stop blaming himself like it's you know mirroring almost I guess the conversation they've just had with Charlie but in a weird kind of way mm-hmm. about like yeah blame and 
thinking it's your fault um and he also says like it's not a secret like i know about it like jessica died i know about it you know mm-hmm. um and sam says well there's stuff you don't know and besides all of this isn't a secret i mean i know all about it it's not gonna work with mary anyway no you don't i don't what you don't know all about it i haven't told you everything what are you talking about well it wouldn't really be a secret if i told you what it and i just put this is where the secrets start like this is where the, this is where yes. it starts right yeah <laughs> so you know the, the this is so like this scene it's basically is the entire season series. it's the entire show it's the entire show <laughs> 15 years of this bullshit just talk to each other tell like why are you keeping secrets <laughs> and Seriously. i mean so and he tops it off like by saying that i would die for you and i was just like oh god oh no <laughs> like it was it, it literally is like every every time it's someone has a secret they are willing to put themselves in danger yeah they get injured and then yeah. they have to do something. It's like, ugh. Even, in, even in the last, <laughs> even the very last, like, three episodes of season 15, it was this exact scenario. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. It's so frustrating. Like, where's, the, where's the development of, like, getting over keeping secrets to each other? Because surely you must learn at some point that, oh, actually, being open and honest with each other and not being so self-sacrificing, because... It's all the it's all the self sacrificial nonsense that constantly gets them into these situations and starts the domino. Like I always think of supernatural as like this is you know the it, it it's a domino effect. The stupid stuff they keep doing, most of the other stuff <laughs> yes. wouldn't have happened if they didn't do all this stupid stuff. Like okay, like I know I understand that in a story you can't have the characters telling each other everything they're thinking and feeling all the time but you would not keep such important details about your life <laughs> from people that you love. Like, oh, okay. I just put, this happens over and over and over again. Like, <laughs> 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 because it's true. It's yeah. so frustrating. You just want to shake them, just want to take them by the shoulders, just want to shake them and be like, just tell him, just tell him what's going on. Maybe it all could have got sorted out or we would never have had this. This podcast wouldn't need to exist because... <laughs> anyway. We wouldn't be stuck in purgatory. Exactly. This is the purgatory. The, the constant secrets. The, yeah, anyway. Ran over, I guess, for now. It will come back up. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, so (laughs) 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 Uh so they they end up driving to the uh, antique store yep uh, or antique shop and there's so many mirrors (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is not actually unusual it's actually pretty common like that they are everywhere Um, wait like where I live, I have we have this most amazing antique shop. It's like three stories. It's so cool. Um, and you're right, it's just full of mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's, 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 I love an antique shop. Yeah. Oh, old so, lady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, so they're 
they have a picture from the crime scene. I guess the the police officer gave him a copy of the, yeah. the mirror from the crime scene, and um, so they start looking through all of the the mirrors, like with a mm-hmm. rinky dink flashlight. <laughs> yeah, I like or <laughs> torch. Um, I've I've been hitting this country for too long. I'm sorry to say. It's fine. Words. <laughs> we'll just switch in and out like petrol and gas yeah. constantly. It's fine. <laughs> well, I'm doing it for our American listeners, you know, to be, you know, so they understand us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? No, <laughs> just kidding. Um, and so they start looking around, and then mm-hmm. there's this really really bright light, um, and so. Dean tells Sam to go look so he can go investigate. Oh, and yeah. I, I put here so you see the burglar alarm is active, like it's flashing. Um, mm-hmm. And then they do find the mirror and they say the thing bef- before the security turns up. And I said, like, Sam says Bloody Mary with Dean standing right there. So, like, what was the point? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to do yeah. this. I mean, maybe it doesn't matter because the dad at the beginning, like, was he stood in forever mirror? I don't know. But no, um, I don't think so. Yeah, so Sam says, like, Bloody Mary, and then, yeah, there's lights in the window, and and Dean goes to check it out. Yep. And so I wrote here, uh, when you can't charm him, punch him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) That is so (laughs) true. (laughs) That's basically what he did. He just, he couldn't, he was trying to say that he was the owner's son, and that was just a mistake. But yeah, so then he, he punches the police. Oh, they're not the police, are they? They're security. They're not actually police. Um, I think they are police because they have um, a squad car. Oh, I thought it said security across the, the bonnet of their car because I thought they were oh. police when they rocked up as well because like, they were pointing... I think they were pointing guns at him. Like, oh, okay, well, fine. Maybe. I think you might. You're probably right because I feel like if it was uh, police, there would be more like hullabaloo. Be like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the noise I always make. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he takes them down pretty easily as well, I think. Yeah. Maybe yeah. because it's such a surprise. Um, and while this is going on, I think he says, like, I don't have time for this. Because while it's going on, yeah. Sam's, like, having a confrontation with his own reflection. Mm-hmm. And so we find out what Sam's secret is during mm-hmm. the sequence as well. Which is again, it's super dark. Like, yeah, um, you know, he, she, we find out that Sam had premonitions of Jessica uh, burning on the ceiling, basically, yeah. um, and saying, "Why did you leave her alone? You could have saved her." Basically, you never told her the truth, who you really were. But it's more than that, isn't it? Those nightmares you've been having of Jessica dying. Screaming, burning. You had them for days before she died. Didn't you? It's almost like it's a guilt trip rather than a secret. Yeah, I think so because it is saying, like, oh, well, you should have told her who you were, you know, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. I think it was also implying that when he left with Dean, like, he should have stayed um, as well, like, you know, the, what happened in the pilot, but. Because uh, just going back to the dad, the Mr. Shoe, shoemaker. Yeah. I want to call him Shoemaker. Just because <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
the shoemaker um, mr shoemaker like he probably felt guilt over his wife killing herself maybe yeah that's what than... i thought like maybe he didn't actually kill her maybe it was more guilt surrounding her death right and then um with charlie being guilt feeling guilty over um yeah her, her boyfriend's her boyfriend. death yeah the only um, one who actually only did one... something was yeah. jill yeah maybe so it doesn't actually I guess it was her car, so yeah, she probably did do that. I mean, but it doesn't mean that she was driving. It's true, yeah. So, yeah, again, it might be a guilt thing. So, mm-hmm. as Sam's, like, bleeding from the eyes and all this stuff's happening, Dean smashes the mirror as he's, he comes yeah. back in. And um, he says to him, like, Sammy. And Sam's like, it's Sam. <laughs> yeah. Sammy. Sammy. It's Sam. God, you Okay. Uh, yeah. So the mirror is smashed, but then, oh, I hate it. You see Bloody yeah. Mary, like, crawl out. So I don't know, Annabelle, if you've ever seen the original Japanese Ring trilogy. Um, um, I haven't. I've only, I haven't even seen, I've seen, like, I've seen the sequence of the American-made Ring, mm-hmm. which comes out of the TV. I've seen, like, just the sequence. I've never actually watched any of those movies. Yeah. So... There's a movie called uh, like The Ring Zero, which I think is like a prequel to The Ring, and it is a, a Jap- the Japanese version. And in this one, like the it- like the iteration of her is like grown up. And there's this bit, there's this this bit in this movie where the girl, the creepy ring girl, is moving towards this woman who's like really scared. And the movements are just horrible and jerky. Like, you know, like they cut out a frame from every yeah. movement. I can still mm-hmm. see it as I'm saying it now. It creeps me out. Like I, I probably watched that movie maybe a decade ago and it, it sticks with me. If you like, super scary. This wasn't as extreme as that when she's coming out of the mirror, but they definitely did some like major yeah. movements all jerky. And they, they made her been. like contour herself. Yeah, it must have been inspired by the ring. I can't see where else they would have got that from. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely. I mean, it it kind of it didn't really make sense for like how she would have crawled out of a mirror like that because the mirror was smashed. Mm. So like, it they they did it for that reason alone. I I yeah, think because I they could have so. had her like come out of like the fragments of mirror, but it wouldn't that's have true. been like. It so would have been creepy. Yeah. Yeah, really um, visual. Um, yeah, I know. I didn't write anything for that because I was like, I, I don't need to. I can remember that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she starts attacking both Sam and Dean. And like people have made this point before, so I'm totally stealing this. But they said, oh, we know why Sam is bleeding from the eyes. Why is Dean bleeding from the eyes? What's his secret? Unless it's so, I was thinking. I've been thinking about this for a few days now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, yeah. And um, people they'd be like, "Well, so apparently people did ask Eric Kripke this, and he said, oh, it will be addressed at a later date.' And then it kind of never was. But mm-hmm. I don't think that it needs to be. I think it because of the way we've seen it over guilt and stuff. It could even be related to Jessica, because in the car earlier on. Dean had even said to Sam, well, you could blame me for this. I'm the one who took you away from Jessica. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you came back, you know, she died. So I, 
I think maybe it's not as big of a mystery as it yeah, and could be. I mean, you just gotta think about like say say we're say we go with it's guilt rather than um actually causing someone's murder. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like because they don't save everybody like it, yeah he must feel guilty like we see that in dead in the water like when yeah. he couldn't save the the police officer the the jake whatever his name was yeah um you could see that they felt guilty over that even though they didn't like the guy yeah um they still wanted to save him so how many people could he not have saved and There's he still sort of, feels guilty yeah. about that's it. I think that it has to be something like that. I mean, I know if Kripke alluded to it being a bigger secret, fine. I don't think that it needs to be, though. I think it was... No. It, it relates to this episode and not being able to save people or being in some way tied to their death in a like a peripheral way. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. also, I mean, so I didn't, I didn't really see it that way. I just thought it was... You know, because whenever a monster is attacked, they attack back. Yeah. So it could also have just literally been, like, she's trying to stop them from killing her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. of course, there would be both of them. And, I mean, maybe because Sam's already injured, so he couldn't really do anything. But Dean is actually doing pretty well in, like, being able to, like, not That's... come up with a plan to fight back. So yeah. it may not be as, like intense because he might not feel that guilt or have that secret or whatever mm-hmm. um so i don't know i i know we look into a lot of things but this this is one thing i didn't really like look into too much until you said it and then i'll start to sort of back myself out of it a little bit but um, yeah like i said because i like i said i've seen sort of meta on this and people wondering about it and it you know it was mentioned that oh this will be revealed and it never kind of was but again mm-hmm. like i don't feel like it was a this doesn't feel like one of Supernatural's great unanswered questions, of which there are many. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, so Dean holds up a mirror, like he just grabs one from the side and holds it up in front of Bloody Mary, like, quick thinking, that was that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of, I don't know, attacks herself. Like, yeah. Her, her reflection says, you killed all of those people. And then they both start bleeding from the eyes and mm-hmm. she's sort of I don't she know it's a goo yeah she like it's like out. a weird I don't know that that as in in terms of like deaths goes for monsters that was kind of a bit of a fizzle it's been yeah a bit anticlimactic I don't think they've decided <laughs> yet how ghosts are gonna disappear because we saw the woman in white like kind of get dragged down into hell um, yeah. They didn't deal with the ghost in Dead in the Water, really. Um, it just sort of right. disappeared, maybe. And then this one's kind of gooed out. So <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen the sort of burn that like we see later on. Um, mm-hmm. And then Dean smashes that mirror that he was holding. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I think he says, Hey, Sam, this is like 600 years of bad luck. <laughs> hey, Sam. Yeah. It's got to be like... What, 600 years bad luck? <laughs> nope, it's just 15. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best thing you've ever said. 
true. So, and it cuts to them, like Charlie saying, is this really over? And Dean's like, yeah, it's, it's over. Like they feel pretty confident, I think, this time they, they solved this one. Um, and then Sam yep. says like a nice thing. He tells Charlie to like forgive herself. Yeah, um, which, is, which is where like, this is what they should have said, for me personally, this is where they should have said it like to her when she was like in the most distress. Yeah. Rather than like now. <laughs> I can see why they didn't storytelling wise though, because I wrote here like Sam's also talking to himself, I think. Yeah, that's true. So I think he had to go through that experience with like hearing it, his guilt back in the mirror for him saying, mm. well, you need to forgive yourself. And he's kind of talking to himself and saying, yeah, you know. I think he says sometimes bad things just happen. Your boyfriend's death, you really should try to forgive yourself. No matter what you did, you probably couldn't have stopped it. Sometimes bad things just happen. Which mm -hmm. is true, like, yeah. Yes. Sometimes bad things yes. do just happen. Unfortunately. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and when Charlie um, goes Dean's like that was some good advice you gave there like <laughs> take it yourself mm. <laughs> hint know? hint nudge nudge <laughs> yeah um, and then I put they drove off and I thought this was the end of the episode but the ne the next bit was quite iconic like I forgot this was this episode because um, mm. Dean's asking like can you tell me the secret it sounds like oh yeah here's where he says look you're my brother and I die for you, but there are some things I need to keep to myself. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Like, if you were having dreams about, like, Jessica dying a few days before, I mean, I don't think that Dean would think it was that weird because they already know that her death was supernatural, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the yep. name of the show. Um, <laughs> like... <laughs> and how many people have you seen on the ceiling burned to death exactly <laughs> they already know it was caused by something so why would you not ha like give any like, you know this is an extra clue that could be used to help find who did it <sighs> and also like there's people have deja vu dreams all the time yeah i mean this is a very intense deja vu dream but like i feel like if he had told him at this point Sam probably would have written it off as deja vu. Yeah, like I think, yeah, if he, they would have been like, oh, well, maybe it was caused by the thing that killed her. You know, there's other mm -hmm. explanations, but anyway, we already ranted about that. <laughs> so, and then Sam, as they're driving along, there's this like, like slow mo shot of Sam seeing Jessica out of the window um, mm -hmm. in a long white dress, which is not what she actually died in. Um, and then as they sort of turn past the pole that she stood near, she disappears like a ghost. Yes, um, and it has like a ghosty like uh, sound that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a so whoosh. Do you think that he saw her ghost or do you think that it was just him manifesting that guilt again and maybe like letting it go a bit? You know, I think looking back on it, probably like it was his guilt mm -hmm. but in terms of like watching it the first time I took it as a ghost yeah I think just because both <laughs> it, I mean maybe 
maybe it is a ghost just because we've had like we've had to they've had to deal with a ghost in this particular instance and like mm-hmm. just the whole the whole guilt aspect of it because yeah yeah i don't know like it's weird because he's kind of seeing her in basically what mary died in although he wouldn't remember that i don't think Mm -hmm. um so it's a weird because i don't i don't know is she a ghost i think i think it just ties into the episode right about guilt and like like you know secrets and letting things go a bit Mm -hmm. yeah uh, it's uh, it's a nice sequence though. It like yeah. It's, the the music, in my version at least, is "Laugh." I nearly died, um, by the Rolling Stones, which is a really not like it's very atmospheric. Um, mm-hmm. I listened to the song that was on the Netflix version, which is "Bones to Dust," um, by Fred Haring. I think that's how you say it. Um, and it's okay. It's it's not as atmospheric. I don't think as a Rolling Stones song. But you know, it is what it is. They they need to release their fifteen season box set already. I, yeah. I need this in my life. I need to hear the original music because like the it ties so much into it. Because when when the songs play in Netflix, like I don't pay attention to them. They're just like they don't. I don't feel like they really add to what's mm-hmm. happening. And I mean, it's they're trying to do as close as they can, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, oh, I want to, I want to know. <laughs> like they clearly have put thought into them, I think, because I guess they're kind of similar themes, some of these songs, but it's not the same. Like they, they were mm-hmm. chosen for a reason in the original, um, you know, cuts of these episodes, and it does seem like a shame. Um, I really hope that if they do the like 15 season box set, that they do have the original music in. I, I can't see why they wouldn't. Right, they they sh- it should be fine. Like, yeah, because it so. is is leasing to Netflix, which is the issue, I guess. Yeah, we shall see. Okay, so yeah, Bloody Mary. It was sc- It wasn't as scary as I remember, but it was still scary. <laughs> <laughs> it, it had its moments for sure. Definitely. I mean, it just you know, I'm scared of the Japanese horror movie and stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's good. Very Sam centric episode. Like, it really focused yeah. on his story like how he was dealing with Jessica's stuff and also the secrets that he's keeping. <sighs> Sorry. So I feel like at the end of this episode, like I have, like Sam's appeal is starting to come up again. He's less a whiny mm. little baby <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. in this and more, um, you know. It felt more of an yeah, equal it, partnership in the investigation mm-hmm. and also yeah. the roles they took during the hunt, I think. Mm. yeah like he's sam is starting to accept that this is his life now rather than like this is a part-time thing though i feel like this changes a little bit in the next episode because they do go back to uh i think they go back to california um to because the next episode is skin yes oh i i yeah i I remember this episode and i remember it being gross yeah, um, I think the, the physical effects in this are gross. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to watching them. <laughs> and there's also the um, the like the first time that we see like one of the characters not act like themselves. 
that be themselves or look like themselves i'm looking forward to this oh my gosh i'm looking forward to it so much okay (laughs) yeah this this yeah definitely i want to watch this one again ah okay (laughs) so um yeah it should be this one's a good one um but i'm i'm hoping it's not like a bit of a step backwards for sam in that like he remembers that he wants to really be at college and yeah that's true again I think we said this a few times I think the characterization's not always 100% there in these first few episodes I think it goes back and forth a bit Um, Mm -hmm. but it's getting there like yeah I definitely felt for Sam in this episode and definitely more more sympathetic than maybe he's been in like the last episode for example yeah Um, yeah he's like I said he's he's dropped the whining (laughs) dropped the whining He's he just tried to help these these people this time and not try to think about like his problems, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because he's yeah, there's a very focused on like finding John and Jess, but yeah, he actually really worked this case really well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I re- yeah, yeah. I, 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 I you're right. I want to see if it takes a step back in the next episode and um, like how how their interactions have changed based on what happened here because this is a really important story episode really as well yeah. like just like phantom traveler this pushes along uh the main plot uh, quite a lot so yeah looking mm-hmm. forward to it yeah right so thanks guys <laughs> uh, i think definitely in this episode you can see that we're still stuck in purgatory <laughs> <laughs> yeah but <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> I hope that uh, in some way we're helping you escape and uh, talk to you next time. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.